Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. I am the stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan, and with me is the hard man with harder pains, Andrew. Hello. And we also have Glitch, the hippest man in his room. What's up? And also hey, joining hey, us. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're, only, you're in your room. Yeah, my dog's in here too, though. Uh, so are you, saying, are, are you saying that your dog is cooler than you? No, I have the hippest dog in the room, too. Y- you do have the hippest dog in the room. He's a chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> And we also have the fangirl Victoria joining us once again. Hi. And the anime noob Christine. Hello. Anime noob slash PR person. And noob maid. And uh, this episode, once again, you are joining us for Con Month. This is the second episode of Con Month for the year 2015. It is episode 60 as well. It is episode 60. They, They know that. They read the title. I hope so. And this episode, we are going to be revisiting... The Con Survival Guide. Yeah, it's, it's one of the easiest and one of our most entertaining topics yeah, to talk about, I think. Yeah, it's so fun to talk about the Con Survival Guide, because there's so many stupid things people do at conventions. We might be rehashing some of the ideas that we talked about last year, but we sure, are... But it was an entire year ago. said again. Yeah. <laughs> it actually was probably two years ago at this point. It I was don't a, know. Because I don't think we did a Con Survival Guide for our second year I of Con I thought we month. did. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, regardless, it's perfectly fine because there's always new things to talk about. There's always excellent stories to rehash. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. I am too. I love the survival guide. Yeah. And surviving cons. It also helps. There's probably plenty of listeners who haven't even been to a con yet, so this is a good start on uh, what to do when you go to one. And then there's also plenty of people who have been to anime cons, and therefore they should be able to uh, throw in their, their two cents our way. That is going to our first con guy. Yes, right. All right. So uh, first off, though, and before we get all to all that, we're going to ring the news bell. News. Yeah, thanks. That was super enthusiastic. I know. And we're going to get into it. First off, uh, right off the bat, uh, our fan Mike, he actually sent us a story over Facebook uh, because I think there's a good, what, 95% of the cast on uh, the Wicked Anime Podcast who are vision impaired? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Raise your hand if you are. I can't see your hands. Wow, who isn't, actually? That's a shorter list. Yeah, in this cast that is on this podcast, we all wear glasses. 100%. I think other than that, it's James and Sean. James needs glasses. 
James needs glasses? He does. He He's won't admit it, but he does. Yes, walking yes, in the walls too. and stuff. Is... Well, he doesn't drive, so he doesn't need to worry about crashing into cars. Or... He drives. <laughs> he drives. He has his own car. James oh, yeah, that's right. He has like James a motorcycle. He's been driving too. for a while, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Remember he had a moped for a while? Oh, yeah. God, that remind me. <laughs> hey, they're fuel efficient. Anyways, uh, Mike sent us along these cool Sword Art Online design glasses. I'll put the link in the description for them. While they are Sword Art Online, you know, designs... Th- their color schemes and stuff like that the on the side, they don't actually have characters on them or anything I like that. I feel like they're more for uh, wearing aesthetic glasses. You know, oh, you right, put, the you fake like, glasses. Yeah, you put like a glass, just glass the inside The glasses? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I got contacts, I would still wear glasses. It's kind of part of my look. Yeah. Well, I, I think that they look awesome. You guys should check them out. The link in the description. Anyways. Moving on to the next uh, media story. Did you guys see that Power Rangers short film that was yes. going around the internet? Yeah, uh, I have yet to watch it, but I really it. want to. Yeah, it was so dark and gritty and really cool. Okay, so um, I will say it's really cool, but here's my take on it. And and don't get me wrong, because uh, it was made by the producers and the, the actually the entire production team who made Dread. And Dread is one of my favorite movies of all time right now. Like, ever. It's it's right up there on the top of my list of wow that's a great movie, but I didn't really feel it as much for this Power Ranger reboot just because I didn't feel like it was Power Rangers. It was more like a fan fiction of Power Rangers, you know. Which yeah. I mean, which essentially that's, like that's what it is. No, that's what it was. It was a it was a Power Rangers fan fiction. I just thought like the dark and greediness like it didn't really work that well for me. Well, that's because we grew up with Power Rangers when we were kids. You grew up with Campy. We all grew up with Campy, Campy, Campy. Yeah, but that's what Power Rangers is. That's what all Sentai is. And see, um, and actually, I think the thing that bugged me the most about it, because overall it was really cool and really well done, but I think the thing that bugged me the most overall after watching the short was Bulk and Skull. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did not. Wait, were did, they in the short? Yeah, they were in the short. Like not Jason Narvi and you know they they weren't in the short, but like the okay. char- the characters Bulk and Skull were in the short, um, and they just didn't fit. Yeah, like I felt like it was just so that was kind of eh, like when they, were they just showed up. In. Yeah, and it really didn't make sense because because yeah. they're not like evil. Like Bulk and Skull aren't evil. They're just like the bullies that were goofy. Like yeah. they were comic relief villains. Yeah, like, yeah. Listen to their theme music. I mean, you know they're goofy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. The tuba music. <laughs> yeah. So when, so when they show up with guns and kill the Red Ranger, it's like what? Well, they were they were under the spell. Mm. They, they, that was that was the whole point. Yeah, but, I know. But um, I think that my issue with the Power Rangers short was the fact that all the Power Rangers themselves were like terrible people. Yeah, you know, and and that's not what the Power Rangers were about. They were selected because they had you know the courage to fight and everything like okay, that. Okay, no, I'm different. Look at the Power Rangers now. Like they were kind of assholes. <laughs> Which Power Rangers? All of them. Like, are you talking about, like, the samurai and all... No, 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 like, the Mighty Morphin crew. Like, in certain aspects, they're kind of assholes. <laughs> the Dino Thunder team were kind of jerks, too. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, I just I just think that, you know, it, it was still something like they... Yeah, that they're defenders of Earth. And I almost like a cliche superhero, you know? A cliche superhero can do no wrong. Yeah. Dark and gritty, ooh. Yeah, that's how I felt about it. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we got some uh, reactions from the actual Power Rangers cast themselves. Most of them really liked it. People like Johnny Young Bosch and 
the girl who played Kimberly, who is, her name escapes yeah, Travis right would know. Travis, yeah. Travis would know. Yeah, see, they they all Amy. really liked it. But, um, I think it's Amy, too. Yeah, but uh, Jason David Frank, who played the Green Ranger, you know, Tommy Oliver... Was not pleased. He was not pleased, no. He he even said himself that he's a, more of a PG-13 guy. Yeah. He, he doesn't really like the R-rated stuff. Well, he's uber Christian, too, though. Yeah, um, that doesn't change the fact that of their yeah, liking. I mean, I mean know? like I watch rated R movies, so what? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but like, well, we don't have children either, though. So we, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. But uh, the other thing is too is that he thought that you know Power Rangers w- was a kid show. Like uh, deep down in our Power Rangers is a kid show, and it's meant to inspire little kids to be able to. Grow up, be the best they can, be mm. heroes, all that sort of stuff. And taking that and changing it just didn't really sit well with him, which is fair, you know. I, and yeah, I, I more or less agree with him. I, yeah, I agree with him on that, but that doesn't change the fact that it was a really awesome take on Power Rangers. Yeah, which is cool. If I can find it, I'll put the link in the description. I know that when I watched it, when it first came out, there was an uncensored version of it. It was really bloody gory. There was a little bit of nudity in yeah, it too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did not see that version. Yeah, chicks making out while uh, the Black Ranger does crack. Um, and, Naked uh, chicks. What? Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's really dark and gritty, Victoria. Um, it was awesome. I it love was, the Power Rangers. I'm scared to watch this. Yeah, yeah, it was still really bloody. Though, if you if you if you cringe at our panel, you're gonna cringe at this because yeah. it's really bloody and especially gory. the Black Rangers fight scene. <laughs> yeah, when he's shooting uh, North Koreans in the face at point blank range. Spoilers. <laughs> it's a short film. There's no spoilers. Yeah, that ending. But, uh, no, if we discuss the ending, that is a spoiler. I guess so, but it's not canon, so I don't know. But it's still fun. It is fun. Whatever. I yeah. see. Like it's just another. I see the same thing about taking Ninja Turtles. Like it's just another take. No one says a power has to be one thing, and one thing only. That's true. And I'm not saying that it was bad either. I'm just saying that the dark and gritty didn't really work for Power Rangers. I liked it. I'll it's watch. A, it. I'll watch it again. I'll tell people to watch it. Victoria, go watch it. You know, and Christine, go watch it too. If you, you know, I don't know. <laughs> what about dark and greedy yeah, Beetleborgs? Yeah, a dark Beetleborgs. Oh, see, that would be cool. That's, that okay? That'd be interesting. See, I'd be more interested in a dark Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs on Netflix right now. Well, I mean, if you think about it, Beetleborgs were designed by the guy. Yeah, by, by Go, by Uncle Go, or going to guy. No, no. no. No, by um, Koichi Ohata. Koichi Ohata, that's right. The other dark and gritty guy. Yeah. So Beetleborgs is already one step towards I mean the American version of Beetleborgs. <laughs> yeah, there was right. nothing dark and gritty about Beetleborg. Big bad yeah. Beetleborgs. Classic horror monsters all over the place. There was oh, nothing yeah, dark and gritty about Big Bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> yeah, there really was Big Bad Beetleborgs. Okay, so uh, up next uh, in uh, media news, this is the last piece of media news that I have. Check this out, guys. Sony Pictures USA has obtained Attack on Titan domain names. Now, like, every single variation that they could find. Yeah, no, here's the issue, though. Um, We have uh, Attack on the Titan. Yeah, (laughs) every every single web address is labeled Attack on the Titan. So we have attack on the titan movie.com attack on the titan movie.net attack on the titan.com attack on the titan.net attack on the titan movie.com attack on the titan movie.net attack on the titan the movie.com and attack on the the titan the movie.net 
and movie tech the tight so of on <laughs> yeah, so, yeah so it's really cool that Sony USA has got these domain name titles because that could be hinting at something very big or it could be hinting at nothing at all because it could be attack on the Titan being something completely different I'm guessing that one yeah you think it's you you think that they really don't have the uh, the right the rights to attack Sony. on Titan I know well, yes. I don't know. I mean, Attack on Titan's gotten huge. I mean, everywhere in Disney, all I keep seeing are kids in Attack on Titan clothes. Oh, no, absolutely. Everywhere. Attack on Titan has made waves internationally. I still don't get now, how it made only... waves, though. Like, Dude, I don't know, but it's bridging the gap. It, it was seriously the anime that bridged the gap between otaku and normal entertainment people. Yeah. Um, and because there were so many people watching it. Uh, so it would not surprise me if they're making a U.S. version of it. The only thing is, is that the that's added in that web address, Attack on the Titan. Like, the Titan could be a ship, for all we know. And it's just Attack on the Titan. It's a completely different movie. And for yeah. anything else, too, they could be making a movie called The Titan. And yeah, and, and the, the web, web address, address could just be Attack on the Titan. You yeah. Know? You know how they do that with with movies where they're like, yeah. enter the... I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah, when they use, like, the taglines for the movie to, in order to get there. I don't know. Maybe Sony Pictures is just trying to make waves. Because the Japanese live-action version of Attack on Titan is, is coming out soon. And I, I guess I wouldn't put it past Sony to be like, oh, hey, the Japanese version just came out. Stop! You know? <laughs> Take that, true. Japanese version. We're, Very true. We're Hollywood! You know? We're gonna Hollywood all over your Hollywood. And, and actually, but for this... Nobody can blame them for whitewashing because all the characters are are white except for Mikasa. So there you go. Yeah, the Europeanized the yeah the cast. Yeah, <laughs> I demand an Africanized anime. <laughs> <laughs> and then, in related to that, real quick, uh, there was this really funny story that I saw about you can. There's this water company, uh, Galaclear, something of, of that type. They they are sponsoring. Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan is doing a campaign with them where when you buy one of their water coolers, you get an official piece of artwork for the water cooler as a decal that you can put on to the water cooler. And uh, when you buy one of the machines, you get put into a raffle to get a one-to-one scale maneuver gear piece (laughs) that you can wear. And wow. there's only two that are made, and you get put into a raffle for it, so you get a one-to-one scale maneuver gear that you can actually wear, and I don't know if it's functional. Probably not. <laughs> that would be scary. It'd be really it hard to find the CO- CO2 to... Yeah, I demand I functional now. <laughs> <laughs> and swords. Lots of swords. Yeah, those, like, utility... Like, huge utility knives, basically. Cut all the napes of the neck. Yeah, and boxes. Open up, <laughs> yeah, open and, up boxes. Yeah, and kind of break down boxes. Uh, and then also on top of that, there's also ten Levi figures that they're doing. He's like dressed in a in a dapper suit, and he's tr- sitting in a chair, and you can get that as the well. Classic anime fan art of the sad bad boy, <laughs> the sad boy. And that's all we have for media news. And we don't have any gaming news, so we're gonna skip right down to some strange news. Yeah, yeah. strange news. Woo! This is gonna make up for. For last week, last episode, because the, I've got some strange stories. First off, if, if anybody is familiar with the idol group Memory Clover Z, which everybody should be, every I believe everybody has heard them somewhere. But they, they may not know. They are easily my favorite pop idol group out of Japan yeah. because 
they have done such works like they're, they're such a creative group it's five young ladies who uh are, they they kind of do crazy things every once in a while, but you'll know say, them. Say what they've done so people know. Yeah, I know they they uh, they've they've done openings for um, Bodacious Space Pirates, the new Dragon Ball Z movie that's coming out. They did the opening for that. Um, they did the opening for <laughs> Sailor Moon Crystal. Yeah, and they also worked on uh, recently what got them off the ground was a, col- a collaboration video with Kiss. Yeah, well, and Wait, um, what? Victor- <laughs> yeah. You didn't see really? that music video? Yeah, it was I cool. Did not. Um, and Victoria, you know that really cute ending to Yoshiraku that I sent you? Like the one with the dancing girls, the five dancing girls? Oh, yes. yes. That's them. Yeah, that's them too. Oh, okay. which is Which is probably one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, also, I love that song. when uh, Lady Gaga did her J- Japan tour, uh, Memorial Clover Z opened for her, which is pretty cool. Because they, they kind of do the cra- same crazy that uh, Lady Gaga's weird. into. Now. There was some controversy online recently about them <clears throat> within the past two weeks because uh, they went on stage with a band called, I believe it's called Rats and Stars. Yeah, their name is Rats and Stars, and they are a, kind of an old-time doo-wop group, or at least they're a Japanese old-time doo-wop group, and their thing is that they go on stage in blackface. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Mamori Clover Z joined them uh, on stage one time, and they also all decided to go on stage dressed in blackface. Yeah. Now, um, this this was kind of not sitting well with people, with fans, and a lot of... Weird. Yeah, a lot of other people um, around around the internet. And I think this brings up a really interesting cultural point, because... It's Japan, they don't know better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't. They Glit- don't yeah, know Glit- what racism right? is. So, Glitch, how does this make you feel, essentially? Pretty much, this in my opinion. It's Japan. They don't know better. <laughs> See, I mean... They're not intentionally being racist. Yeah, they're not in- They're not doing it intentionally. Yeah, they're I mean, not trying to offend anybody. They don't know. I mean, we have different standards <laughs> than the rest of the world. and no, But not the internet. They're not when going you around post- saying, Mammy, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, when you post <laughs> something on the internet, it's everybody's problem. We must fight. Oh, I hate the internet. It's so annoying. Yeah. yeah. Why are you on the internet listening to us right now? <laughs> We're yeah. so annoying. Use your phone uh, to download our stuff on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. <laughs> or iTunes. Wait, you need it for iTunes. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I, I thought that that was an interesting thing that was brought up because it brings up some interesting cultural points. Yeah, um, I will because I will say that where blackface is never okay, especially here in the United States. I, I don't know if anybody has ever unless you actually like, have a black face. Yeah, I mean that would. Yeah, I mean, but that's not considered blackface, which is one word, which is a different classification altogether of what you're referring to. Which I mean, if you just have a black face, that's just a physical feature of yours that probably uh, obtains to the rest of your body too. But uh, but um, this this band has been around. Uh, Rats and Stars has been around for a really long time, and this issue has never been brought up, at least not from what I know. Not until not until Memorial Not Clover's until the internet it. saw it. Yeah, right, when Memorial Clover Z is somebody who's actually a little bit more world-renowned, you know, um, they, 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 and that's when it makes the impression. Because otherwise, probably Rats and Stars is only local to Japan, and not many people know about them. Yep. So therefore, excuse me, therefore it's not an issue. All right, so next up in strange news, we have, uh, check this out. We have a Japanese man who is interested in, in doing some fitness, but he doesn't have time for fitness. So what's he going to do? He's going to focus on his diet while he's able to exercise. 
He created a machine that sits on your shoulders and dispenses tomatoes to you <laughs> so that you can focus on a healthy diet whenever you're saying, hey, I'm feeling a little hungry. Oh, hey, Mr. Tomato Man is sitting on my shoulders. And he's going to give me a tomato that's going to roll directly to my face. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay, here, I'm going to send the Too link to you guys. Too many things need to be explained right now. <laughs> here, I'll just send the link to you guys right now so you can check this out. It's a really, really strange story, which is fitting for strange news. Oh, my God, there's a picture. <laughs> is it? It's, it's a literal tomato man. Yeah, it's a tomato man. On, Holy crap. On... <laughs> I did not think it would be that big. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. It's like a tomato kid. Yeah, like so, uh, a tomato so, I mean, cappy. Like, yeah, if, yeah, tomato cappy. Chappy? Chappy. If, if you're, uh, Chappy's our producer. <laughs> I see you, a little uh, tomato man on my shoulder sometimes. <laughs> so, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, this t- this tomato man, he sits on your shoulders and, and he kind of helps you with your workout because I imagine he's pretty freaking heavy. <laughs> 18 pounds. He is 18 pounds sitting on your shoulders. And, I mean, the focus is, you know, a healthy diet with the tomato, the, the tomatoes that he dispenses. But, I mean, 18 pounds on your shoulders all day long is a pretty big workout. It looks like he's carrying a toddler around. Yeah. It, it does. I mean, like, but you have to admit, it's kind of adorable. Yeah. I really want to click the video. <laughs> Don't Go ahead, click watch the video. The video. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so dramatic. <laughs> Do it after. But it's so dramatic. <laughs> hey, does the tomato man regurgitate them out of his mouth? Of course they have to add women eating bananas. Like, that's essential <laughs> to the video. <laughs> and a very slow motion zoom in on a woman's ass as she eats a banana. Okay, I'm what playing the, the video. Hell? <laughs> <laughs> Glitch joins in. Yeah. So what's so healthy about appear. tomatoes? Well, for one thing, they're a fruit. They're gross. And for another thing... They have a thing, lot of vitamin C in them. Yeah. So do and, oranges, though. Why not orange man? Or apple let's see. man? Here's a Maybe qu- he doesn't like oranges. Here's a quote from Banana the in- inventor himself. If we would eat tomatoes every day, uh, the lycopene levels in our bodies increase, increasing, increasing antioxidant power and helps us maintain our physical condition healthily. Yeah. So, uh, so tomatoes... Uh, allow the body to increase our metabolism. Antioxidants allows us to to digest and poop right, mm-hmm. and therefore creating health. Tomatoes are gross. So do peppers. Peppers are gross. Peppers are amazing. Tomatoes are gross by themselves. No, yeah, tomatoes are machine gross. shits tomatoes and then feeds it to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that why the is that why the thing is behind his back so yes. that he like brings. He, it he, poops yes. tomatoes. <laughs> oh, I mean, tomato. I was thinking, I was hoping that, or, I was thinking that he, he vomits them out. He's like, tomato. Yeah. But then, how can he get it to your mouth? He feeds, he feeds you like His a mama bird. Uh, open up, baby bird. Tomatoes. It's time to eat. Uh, tomato. <laughs> that is definitely one of the weirdest inventions. Seriously. However, I think for next on Strange News, we have an even stranger invention. Yeah. Oh, no. um, okay. Oh, so. God. So you said that that was a strange invention, correct? Well, here we go. So uh, we all are familiar with the Dakimakura, correct? The hug pillow. The Japanese Mm -hmm. hug pillow with an anime character on it. You worry me now. I'm worried. (laughs) Yes, Victoria? Yes? Yes. Christine? Yes? Yes. Okay, so uh, here we go. Um, Thanks to uh, crowdfunding sites, you know, like Kickstarter or GoFundMe or Indiegogo. Damn it, Kickstarter. Uh, no, there is a Japanese version of a, a Kickstarter, though. Uh, and here we have an otaku 
who has created the perfect Dakimakura, the one that talks back to you. But it doesn't just talk back to you, it talks back to you when you touch it. And it doesn't just talk back to you when you touch it, it tells you whether it likes it or dislikes it. If you're being too rough, if you're being too gentle, <laughs> it is the perfect Dakimakura. And are you worried about that Dakimakura saying uh, the same crap over and over and over again, like some weird sports prompt? Well, it has over 500 phrases. Last I checked, I, I didn't. I haven't checked in a while, but his campaign was over 300% funded. So now you can snuggle up and spoon your waifu. With, yes, with, with your Dakimakura. And um, with this campaign, you can get three different characters. There are three different characters to choose from, and they're all voiced by famous voice actresses. Are they really? Yeah. Oh. They, they all... Voice actresses know this is happening? Yes. Because they have to, they have to record all the moans and groans and stuff like I'll that. You just pull them out of different animes. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. I, wait, 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 wait. Moans and groans. It moans as well. How do you think you touch it? Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> you, where did you? Never mind. You, you know what? Nope. Wrong. And you should actually see the uh, the pitch video too. The the creator is like very very. I am a Japanese otaku. Neat. Like he, yeah. I'm trying to find the video right now. I have the link for it. You do. Maku Ake. That's what the crowdfunding site's called in Japan. And let's see. Let's see how much he's crowdfunded so far since I've last seen him at 300%. 450%. He was looking for half a million yen, and he is now currently sitting at two and a quarter million yen. <laughs> All right. Let's hit this play button. <laughs> I love no, the. I love the part, especially when, when he explains that you can be too rough when, like, they go onto the Dakimaka and they show the hand and go up and it's almost like... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Which, what's a wow? The creator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dude, you're just being the stereotype right now. <laughs> oh, it is not nice to laugh. But, I mean, you gotta admit... He created a, a love pillow that could be his, his waifu. waifu. Just the zoom-in parts when it's like, here, rub here. Yeah. And then it like sits there for 30 seconds showing. It's like... You know, if he has stretch goals, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I thought the stretch goals were the other pillows, like the other characters. So like he has this main one character, and then if you get the stretch goal, it's the two other characters that created as well. So here's an interesting dynamic. <laughs> Sorry, just got to the part where he's rubbing too hard. Uh, um, <laughs> take that! <laughs> oh, yeah! um, the the pillow has sensors in it. Yeah, so you can take the sensors out. Right. Yeah, so I'm wondering. Is if you don't mind the voice changing, does that mean that you can just put on a pillowcase of your choosing? Yes. And put the sensors on it. Yes. So essentially, you're buying the sensor, or you're you're paying for the sensor, but like the printing is just you know a Dakimakura. Like you can you can remove it at, at will. See, I already thought the pillows themselves were strange. This is not helping at all. <laughs> you know what's next, right? Uh, yeah. Well, wait. Wh go ahead. Wait. There's already an application you can put on. You can download more stuff. Yeah. Okay. Then there's another level then. Well, I'm thinking. I'm. I'm. I'm thinking maybe farther ahead than your level because I, I. I know what could happen next. Yeah. <laughs> See, now it's the awkward. I don't want to mention what are they that. Thinking? <laughs> but there will be flashlights eventually. Let's just be real. Oh no! They already make Dutch wives, like you know, inflatable Dutch wives. 
Yeah, I mean that's a that's a thing of the past. Like a more form fitting pillow with atomically correct parts. Ah, uh, we'll see. The things we discuss on Wicked Anime. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We've well, yes. done worse. All right. I <laughs> and I believe that is as strange as it gets. I that really is as strange so. as it gets. <laughs> no, but, well, it'll get worse. <laughs> eventually, it, eventually it will Japan. get worse. Just, just think about it. Just, just you can't wait. So, guys, let's move on to Into the West. Oh God damn it! <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Glitch, I believe you were the one who uh, had something for us this Into the West. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. Well, since you know, first off. You're not gonna do my TME, TMNT talk. Beep on Rocksteady or back, bitches. Yes! But, <laughs> but I've been watching Sonic Boom. Surprise. Yeah, Sonic Boom! I mean, it's better than the game. Which that is not, not hard. Much. It is not very hard. <laughs> but at the same time, it's. You can tell it's made for children, but at the same time, it has a few little clever quips and whatnot. I like the whole dynamic between Robotnik and Sonic. They're kind of like. More frenemies than anything. Yeah, um, I I really like the art. I find the art very appealing. <laughs> I really don't how dumb don't like how dumb they made most of the characters though. Like Knuckles is too stupid. Yeah, Amy is stupid as well. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why that's a, that's such a strange dynamic to add to characters in children's shows. Like, why are they dumb? Like, you ever have you ever thought about that? Like, why do they make dumb characters in in kids shows? Is that because Kids are dumb, and like they want to try to make relatable characters, to, <laughs> so that like a character like Sonic, who could be their hero, can teach them stuff. I don't know, like, but Sonic is a sarcastic a hole. I like that. <laughs> you like that? That's not what Sonic's about. Yes, uh, it is. No, that's true. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it kind of is. Well, maybe to Robotnik he is, but not to. Oh, he's not the smartest to everybody. everybody. Yeah, he is. Is he? Yeah. I, I'm like really out of the loop on Sonic. I guess. No, he is. He's, he's, he's always been he, that way. He really likes he really likes chili dogs and pinball. <laughs> they brought pinball. the chili dog thing back in Sonic Boom. Did they really? Yep. That's kind of. I weird. didn't. I never knew it went away. See, I'm so far out of the Sonic. Well, I mean, like they made it more <laughs> adamant. Like uh, the only thing that I've ever had to look onto is fan art on DeviantArt. So it's like I thought that it was a perfect universe. No, uh, the Chili Dogs thing was strictly for the American version for the cartoon with Jaleel White. Yeah, like that was the only place where the Chili Dogs showed up in the anime version. There's no Chili Dogs at all. No. There's, what What is it in? What is it in? Uh, do they have something for the anime version? <laughs> Rings. <laughs> it's actual Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. But yeah, that's like, It's not like it's not great. I'm not going to say it's the greatest shot I've seen in God knows how long, but it's very entertaining when you want somebody just to be background noise or yeah. You gotta <laughs> when you want something to not watch, you put on Sonic. Well, you can watch it too, I'd, like but I'd watch it. There's just like a bunch of situations like between Robotnik and Sonic that are just funny to me. Because, like, they're yeah. just, like I said, they're frenemies. There's one episode where Robotic gets kicked out of his own lair and actually stay with Sonic and Tails. And they let him. <laughs> Into the West. <laughs> Sonic Boom, better than the video game. There it is. A little late on the uptake. Right? There's the curse of my life and the fate of my existence. It's the sound you're going to be humming when they Sean drag was you. I was on the fan of it last week, last time either. 
Sean's not a fan of anything on this show. Exactly. Like, <laughs> That's why he's not even on the show. Like, yeah, I feel like he hates this show more than anybody. <laughs> and everyone on it. <laughs> hey, we did have a bonding moment about Scooby-Doo. You did. Yes. So. so now to move on to what we're watching. Uh, I haven't been watching anything new recently, but I have gotten into uh, Dominion Tank Police, which is a classic anime. Um, I've downloaded it. I haven't watched it yet, though. Uh, I saw that it was from the, like, the concept art, at least, was from the uh, artist of Ghost in the Shell. Correct. Yeah. Yes. It is, yeah, it is, um, so it's pretty cool, and it has cat girls. <laughs> of course. I actually checked out a, a new show. I, I've, uh, I watched, well, not a new show, it's actually really old, but I decided to watch Idolmaster. Oh, yeah, I, I wanted to check that out, too. Yeah. And I've been ch- wanting to check that out for a while. Though. Because that, that show is all about the waifus. They, the show is about a, a company that ha- is an agency that just has a stockpile of, of idols, and they, you know, it's basically a look into the industry of how being an idol works. It's based off of a game, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, the original Idol Master is a game. Right. And you play the producer, and you have to try to get idols. Yeah, you basically essentially choose the girls that you're going to produce, bring them up to idol status, uh, compete them in songs, and then... Yeah. The show was pretty good. The first episode really fell short for me because there's a buttload of characters in the show. There's, There's 13 girls alone, and that's not including the producers and all the surrounding characters in the show. Um... So it's a lot to take in, and it's just like, I'm never going to remember all these girls' names. Uh, and is I, I like the one with the snaggletooth. Um, I like Hibiki, too. That's but, my favorite girl. But the, um, yeah, but, but the show is okay. I got onto the second episode, and it was definitely a lot better. You got into, like, they focus on one of the girls, but they also do it in a way where you can focus on all the other girls, where, like, it shows their special talents, but one of the girls doesn't know that she has a special talent. So while you're learning about all the girls' special talents, you're also learning about the inner feelings of this one girl specifically, because she's like, I don't know what my special talent is. <laughs> you know, so um, that one was, that one, it was pretty good. I guess I'll, I'll watch it when there's absolutely nothing to watch, but that's pretty much it for me. I'm, I'm not really a, a fan of the Idol show, but it came across to me that you know it was something that I should check out. It's really popular, so um, I'll keep going. No, I've been you catching had... back up on fairy tales. That's about it. That's a bit okay. So you have like 200 episodes to catch up on, and you've watched no! them all already. <laughs> no, I only have about 20 episodes to catch up on. It won't take yeah, too long. yeah, because because it just recently started up again, and and you're on mm-hmm. top of that show. Mm-hmm. So, Wait, is this uh, series two or is it actual fairy tale? It's actual fairy tale but it's technically series two well because there yeah because there's a there's a series on crunchyroll called fairy tale series two it's it's series two it's okay. the same thing just they restarted it because originally they had to stop it yeah because you guys remember we went over that one time yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hiatus because one of the voice actresses mm-hmm. uh contracts was up did yeah, they get her back i'm not positive but huh. I, i'm behind okay show's sure still good though right oh yeah cool i still love it I'm just trying to catch back up on anime since I'm, uh, I just bought my Anime Boston ticket, like my actual event ticket. So. Oh, good. Uh, did you read about the uh, the membership cap? The, yeah, that's why I also bought James' ticket. So. Oh, good. So moving forward to the toy shelf, this uh, completely comes from uh, a fan, uh, Big Bad Shadow Man. Uh, and if you guys have been listening to our show recently, everything from Big Bad Shadow Man has been about giant monsters or, and classic kaiju and... Uh, 
giant robo kind of stuff. He's kind of like our, our, our kaiju cleanup guy. We mess up yeah, on Yeah, we stuff mess up on information and he jumps in and saves And, and puts it back He's together. He's a kaiju connoisseur. Yeah, so we, uh, we really thank you for that, by the way, because we, uh, we suck. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we have a new toy shelf aspect here. Ultra Act and H, uh, SH Figures um, have been working together to make Ultraman-based uh, figures. And these thick guys look really cool. It's not like basic Ultraman anymore. I mean, there's a lot of Ultraman figures, but this is like an armored Ultraman. Looks really sweet. Based on the Heroes manga Ultraman series. So it is a little different than regular Ultraman. This guy looks really neat. Um, so now they have a scale, uh, action, posable action figure of it. Looks really great. Uh, August of 2015 for about $41 American. It's pretty neat. That's a good price. Yeah, that's a really good price for a really nice looking figure. It's a, it's a, str- a strange price for a posable figure, though. Yeah, um, it depends on how big it is. I, I can't really see that. Find the facts on how big it is, and maybe if I click on the link, that would help. <laughs> Shut up. Also from Big Bad, um, we have different things from the Godzilla series. New Godzilla figures that are going to be re- released in March of 2015. Very, very, very high-quality detail Godzilla figurines. Uh, Mecha King Ghidorah uh, for $200. Holy crap. Yeah, being released in March. I think I said that all right, did I? Yes. Yeah, well, it looks great. How big is it? $200? $200 for, King, for a Mecha King Ghidorah. Uh, and it also has removable parts. Uh, you can uh, start putting things together, putting things on it. Uh, make it fight Godzilla if you have a Godzilla figure. <laughs> Godzilla not included. Yeah. And this is a web-exclusive figure. Uh, it's at shmaarticulationseries.com. <laughs> wow, that's a really tough address. Yeah, shma-articulationseries.com. You can't even, like... Web-exclusive Mecha King Ghidorah for $200 being released in March. You can't even find that by accident on Google. <laughs> you, that's a word-of-mouth thing right there. Yeah. But they look really nice. So thank you, Big Bad Shadow Man, for sending us that because you really know your stuff when it comes to this. Um, and there's a, this website actually has a whole bunch of different ones. I just thought the King Ghidorah one was really cool. Do they have a Godzilla that can fight your King Ghidorah? Yes, they have a Godzilla 2000 Millennium no. uh, Godzilla for uh, $75 coming out in June of 2015. And then of August of 2015, they have Godzilla from 2014. Oh. Yeah. Has an atomic ray attachment, which is awesome. Uh, that, part of that movie. That's going to be about $71. These are all web exclusives from this website, so it's very cool. Thanks, Big Bad. Ooh, speaking of exclusives, this is not really anime related, but I don't care. Shameless plug. There's, I'm a huge fan of Toe Jam and Earl, and I found out that like Greg Johnson is doing a Kickstarter, and I really want the figures for one of their benefactors. Like, my God. What is it? They're like five-inch... Toe Jam and Earl pieces, and if you donate a little bit more, you oh, get like the six yeah, inch yeah, rocket yeah, yeah. ship. Oh, yeah. I want that Funkatron. So, so then, <laughs> finally, we have reached our Tapagachi, which is the fun part of this episode because this Tapagachi is awesome. Con survival guys, do's and don'ts, what you need to know about conventions, if, you're, if it's your first convention, if you're a veteran, what have you learned, etc. It's the Con survival guy, here to help you not be an ass. That's right. <laughs> because there are a lot of them at conventions. Or smell like it either. <laughs> yeah, or smell like it. Do not wow. Wow. Or smell like an ass. <laughs> wow. Rule number, rule number one. 
of the Con Survival Guide is always, always, always deodorant. Whether you take a shower and then use deodorant, or take a Puerto Rican shower and use deodorant, preferably the shower, then deodorant. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, that's required. That's re- that's not just recommended. That is required. For those of you who think that was a racist comment, a Puerto Rican shower is uh, when you take uh, a can of cologne or Axe spray and just douse yourself in Axe spray. My boss, uh, when I worked at Michael's Arts and Crafts, uh, he was part Puerto Rican, and that's what he told me was a Puerto Rican shower. <laughs> okay, I was about to ask you what that was because I've never heard of that term before. <laughs> yeah, before. it's yeah, it's dousing yourself in Axe Puerto, Puerto Rican shower. <laughs> I laughed. So, so I, I, I and so did he. So it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody laugh. <laughs> so, so okay. So uh, number one, bring deodorant. We don't like it when nerds smell, and nobody likes it when nerds smell because that makes it, it gives us a very bad image. Because um, that that's like the image you know that everybody always gets. You know, you get the gross guy who's sitting in the corner. Who, yeah, you know, I think that, I think that's that's a true testament. <laughs> Eating tacos as loud as he possibly can. And oh. See, hearing that, my brain more went oh. more like, "Hey, Arnold." <laughs> Brainy. These are all. Also, when people like. You, please don't detriment the nerd culture. When people think nerds, they think of you know, they still think of Fedora wearing Hawaiian shirt or flamboyant shirt wearing. Actually, I'm going to hurt you and every little thing. That just yeah, think I, the high friggin' heaven. At most I think that's true that um, that I think most everybody hates it when nerds smell, but nobody hates it more than nerds who hate nerd smell. Because or the that, person standing next to them. Well, yeah, I mean, like the person standing next to them is 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 bad. But if that person is also a nerd, just look on them and shame is like, ugh, yeah. that person is 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 one of me. I, I don't it's know. Like I when I yeah, watch the so, news sometimes. <laughs> Oh man! So, just, um, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Speaking Glitch. of racism, Glitch. Well, Glitch, I, what are you doing? I have a rule. <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter your race or sex. You can cost what the hell you want because you're actually having fun doing what you can. Some things it's that true. you can't do spot on, like you know, I can do a spot on aesthetic because I got dreadlocks, and I am not doing chosen, but. <laughs> Well, now here's an interesting thing because I don't know if that if if that's as big of an issue as it used to be because there's been this whole thing that that has kind of hit the cosplay culture nowadays that is almost like you don't need to worry about you know what you're dressing like anymore. That's kind of become a non-issue, yay, or at least or at least a, a smaller issue because it hasn't. I haven't seen it as much as as it used to be. I don't know. Nobody can pull off an, uh, a good burger Ed like Glitch can. That know? is true. Okay, on, that, mean, on that note, too. Like, you know, certain characters have catchphrases and all this kind of stuff. Yes, we're prepared to do stuff like that. However, we're not a trained monkey or a pull-string <laughs> toy. That's not the only thing we do. <laughs> yeah, uh... And don't be... And expect... Especially if they have a catchphrase. Like, you know, I do the Ed thing all the time and I try to do it as much as yeah. I can. But there are just some times where I'm just, my throat's sore, or I'm just tired or whatnot, and I just don't um, want to do it. I will say that there is a double standard to that, though, where people uh, may go crazy, you know, asking you to do whatever that character does. It also helps to not be a dick from the cosplayer side and just be like, 
no, you know, like being a brat about it. Yeah. You know, I, don't I try be to be a brat. brat. Like, hey, I just try to let them know, like, I'm tired. Like, I, my throat's hurting right now. I need this. But I still look at like, you asshole. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, it's like, you say, I'm sorry. I'm tired. My throat hurts. I don't want to do that right now. You could have said, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger, in the time that you said all of this. <laughs> yeah, but I'm also saying, I'm saying all of that in my normal voice. Um... Because uh, coming from personal experience, there have been plenty of times when, you know, Jonathan and I walk up with, like, you know, our media badges, you know, and people still are just like, who are you? Why are you asking me this question? Uh, you know, like, so freaked out and disgusted that we're just like, can we ask you some questions? Oh, yeah, yeah and they're people like, always look at you guys like, what, what, you, what, why? Yeah, that, that's why we don't ask anymore. That's why we just ambush them yeah. with a the question. Yeah, now we ambush. <laughs> at least on the escalators, you ambush. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the press badges thing, though, too, I mean, I think that was the same similar situation that happened with George Takai with uh, Christine. Ooh, yeah. I got one. I got another. <laughs> that was very disappointing. You got another one, Glitch? Yes. Go ahead. You can break character sometimes. Yes, you can break character sometimes. It's impressive how many people do not like to break character. It is okay like, to break character. The first year that we ever did interviews, when we were, even before we were pressed, this was when we were kind of in our trial phase for Wicked Anime. 2012. We... Did we ran we interviewed people and they gave us their real names and we were like okay so so who like who are you tell us who you are and they would immediately tell us their real name we didn't run into anybody who was like I'm I'm Spanish Deadpool you know as like I'm we, wearing a sombrero and a mustache I don't know we did in um uh 2013 I want to say we interviewed that was when we stopped doing like normal interviews approaching people and stuff like that but they also. Kind of, we we got a couple people who actually said who they were as like their character. Yeah, which was kind of weird. I don't know. Uh, I find it kind of weird when people do that because we're not interviewing you as a character. We're actually interviewing you as an attendee. But some people don't get that, so it's kind of okay. I also feel like if you are approached because you are dressed up as a cosplayer, when you ask somebody like, "Oh, who are you?" they automatically think that you're intending them to answer, saying who they're cosplaying as. Correct. Yeah, I agree. Like, I got I have so many things. Question out to people. Yeah. There's one thing that's worrying me because I've never flown and taken all of my cosplay stuff with me, ah. and I'm a little scared of the looks I'm gonna get from the TSA agents when my bags go through the thing. Okay. That's a new okay. I will. I will attest to that. When Andrew and I traveled back um, and forth from Florida, you don't have to worry about a thing. Yeah, um, this unless you have a prop gun. I was saying, neither your... of you had a wig, and you didn't have. I may or may not have to have a wig. No, and... but we did travel back and forth with certain books and in our bags. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I remember helping you hide certain books in your bags. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Victoria, the thing that you actually have to remember is <laughs> where you might have weird stuff in your bag. I can almost guarantee. You do not have the weirdest stuff they have ever seen. Nope. True. Yeah. So, because they, they, imagine how many people go through those gates every day and have tons of wigs. Not just like a wig, but tons of them. People just trying to and smuggle tons stuff. Of, yeah, but can you imagine, like, even, like, going to the point where people carry sex toys across the TSA stuff? Like, yeah. they have to. Like, and, uh, and like no 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 none of us are bringing weird stuff like that across. I and, would love to know, see the TSA confiscation closet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, so so when when it comes to stuff like that, I wouldn't even think about it. Can you imagine how normal a wig must look to them? And, and like, a costume? Because you're bringing your costume, too, right? My costume is actually pretty much normal clothes. Yeah, so... It's more the body paint and the wig. Yeah, so I would... <laughs> okay, so Go the wig, maybe. I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so... Glitch, so have you actually... seen Steven Universe? Yes. Amethyst. Ah, Hey, nice. What you really should be thinking is should actually go out to uh, as a question to people who have run into this as an issue from TSA. You know, has anyone out there ever run into a problem where they've something's been stopped or somebody's been like, "What is this? You know, what's going on?" Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Traveling through airports, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, that's it, what I was kind of hoping. I'd like to hear other people's opinions on it, if they would. That's a good call. Shout out to the fans. Anybody? Can anybody help with that? But, uh, but in your case, Victoria, I think you're good. <laughs> You should, you, I don't think you have anything to worry about because that is probably the least weird stuff they've seen. I bet you Scarlet of Scarlet Rhapsody would have a, a good answer for that because I think she travels all across. She goes to yeah, she goes to a bunch of different places, yeah, AX too. and stuff like that. Yeah, so Scarlet Rhapsody, good good show. You need to go check them out. Do very good cosplay stuff. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I got another okay. one. Bring a charger. Yes. Always bring a charger. Always bring little snack bars. Well, and water. Actually, um, if you're talking about snack bars and water, uh, when we go to Anime Boston, every year they, uh, there's a Shaw's right across the street from the Marriott Hotel that we stay in, and it's a 24-hour Shaw's. Uh, and the Thursday before we, you know, do our tradition of champions and hockey, stock up time. <laughs> yeah, we go right to that Shaw's and we buy crap tons of donuts. Well, and <laughs> peanut butter and jelly. And I could actually do that for my cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only the only problem is is that you can't bring it into the oh, convention center. Right, you can't bring food in. Yeah. Oh, see, right. that's another issue altogether. Is that you? While some places may do this, definitely certain convention centers do not allow food and drink. So if you're looking to bring something with you, so you don't have to spend money on you know food and and stuff at, at the really expensive food courts. Definitely don't show show it in the convention center because they'll probably make you throw it out or confiscate or whatever. Yeah, treat it like a movie theater. Yeah, right. Be be super uh, be super loud and obnoxious and <laughs> scream all the time because you've never seen a movie before. Well, that is a con. <laughs> yeah, right. So Marco. I under- I do understand that they don't allow it necessarily, but yep. I know in the past, like if you say that it's like. I don't know. I've I've brought in like small snacks. If you need it, they'll let you. Right. Yeah, bring I mean, a diabetic like, bracelet. You're good. I mean, I'm not, 
but I do know that it's like you can just say that it's like I need this. Yeah. And you know, you can always just say like I don't know. I I just know that last year I put I brought a drawstring bag. I put I kind of put a t-shirt in there Mm -hmm. and I wrapped a water bottle and I think a snack pack in my t-shirt and put it in my bag and put my camera on top so when I open, I mean I know this is kind of sneaking and probably not (laughs) movie theater right Right. but I mean like all they did was they're like oh you know you're you know you got you have your camera great what else is in there your wallet awesome t-shirt great go right ahead yeah so like they didn't question yeah they can't but at the same time like just don't be a dick yeah yeah you don't want to bring in like hordes of junk food (laughs) don't bring beer don't bring because I'm pretty sure they won't mind, like, one water bottle, like, especially if you're in costume or something that's obviously a hot costume. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean I can't bring this lobster dish into the <laughs> convention center? Like, if James dresses as Thor again, I'm going to have to carry around a water bottle to be safe. Well, <laughs> water bottles are always okay, though. I've always brought water bottles with me. You, you, should, um, you should install his suit with internal AC. Yeah, right? Well, I know his, na- his name badge says Thor again. So I don't know if he's planning on bringing out the outfit again or not, but <laughs> the onesie, <laughs> the onesie with a hole in the back of it, so it vents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that was that was that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> you almost died. That, yeah. Okay. So hey, that brings up another one. We, this is a pretty cosplay heavy thing. I mean, we we don't usually focus on cosplay that much, but this is pretty cosplay heavy so far. <laughs> um, the, another thing about uh, con is is definitely when you think about your cosplay. Yeah, definitely go as big as you want. You know. I'm not. I'm not discouraging really big costumes, but definitely think about how you're traveling. Because, yeah. I mean, if whether this uh, this attests to being able to go through doors, not crashing into people, but also think about how you construct your costume. There are people who walk around with like eight foot wingspans. Yes. And and you know they're like, I'm gonna make this costume that he's a demon and he's got bat wings. And bam, 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 hitting everybody that walks through. Yeah. Get out of my way. You gotta play it you accordingly. Know? You've got. Yeah. To. I- I think I almost got impaled last year. Yeah. So I, yeah. What did I and do also Marie? dress with function too. Yeah. I had an issue with Marie because I had the eye patch from Soul Leader. I had the eye patch and I had the mallet on my hand, and I already need glasses. So having one eye throughout half the convention <laughs> not a good idea. I See, think I hit walls. Well, yeah, that like too. Like times. along with wings and like along with wings, just props as well. Like mind your props. Okay. Uh, see, I don't even like carrying a bag around <laughs> the convention with me. I don't understand how anybody. Me too. I don't understand how anybody can carry okay. a prop around My all day long. Was also worked as a bag, so there. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, well, that's convenient. Yeah, that's also hollow. something else I want to mention. Like, make some of your stuff functional or secret bags or something. Like, if your costume does not have pockets, you need to develop a bag for your character or some sort of pocket or right. some crap like that because. You're gonna buy stuff, but that's not you're canon. You're gonna carry stuff. <laughs> you're gonna want money. You're gonna have to have money somewhere. Yeah. And if you're a guy, you don't have boobs to put. Oh, I was just gonna say, stick them in the bra. Instant pockets. <laughs> but there's like a know. lot. You can um, make pockets in your outfits and not make it as like visible. Yeah, guys can exactly. invest in training bras too. Glitch, you can invest in a training bra. I already have a training. Yeah, bra. Yeah. So there you go. You have. You got your pockets. Glitch, I, you really have a training bra? Yeah. Okay. When I got my nipples pierced, I slept. I sleep on my stomach, so I needed something to cover them up. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Oof. I also have a regular bra too. I'm a thirty. I think I'm a thirty-eight A. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> Look, I can crossplay if I want. Hey, no, dude, I had to put a bra on my friend and then paint him red. Uh, paint him red. So yeah, Seth. Who talked to me yesterday? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was that was spiteful a little bit, well, there. or, or like, like a mix of spite and surprise. I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. can I say something else? Yeah. Um, so when it's kind of if you're not going to cosplay, like I typically do not cosplay or I've never cosplayed actually, um, just dress for comfort. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. wear shoes that you can walk and possibly <laughs> run in. Um, <laughs> yeah, possibly run. <laughs> dress in layers. Uh, some of the floors, like the the dealer's room is going to be possibly 90 degrees or hotter. <laughs> um, but the third floor in one of the smaller rooms could be freezing to you. By freezing, I mean probably 65 degrees. Um, so just, you know, wear a sweatshirt. That 90s look of tying it around your waist may not be a bad idea. <laughs> and also go with people who don't mind walking around. Yeah, and... don't be afraid to walk around and socialize, too. You never know who you'll run into or who you'll meet. Right, right. I know every year I always manage to run into at least 10 people that I know from all mm-hmm. walks of my life. And it's nice just to stand and talk to people. But it's also nice to just go with people who don't mind doing the same thing so make sure you're with people that are on the same page as you a thing off of the shoes idea um pack an extra pair of shoes especially if you're cosplaying because most cosplay characters especially the girl ones have some crazy shoes and I, i'll never forget my friend daisy was in heels that were ridiculously high and she i think that was when she had that like black leather outfit oh when, yeah the bayonet when she was bayonetta she had some crazy shoes and the i Remember, every time I looked, she had to sit and rub her feet because she was in so much pain. you got to bring an extra pair of shoes to save yourself. Otherwise, you will be a mess at the end of the night. Yeah, for those people Mm -hmm. who don't know, Bayonetta has uh, high heels that are are guns. Yeah. So, um, and and, yeah, that would be a terrible thing to be walking around in all day. Oh, man, I can't even imagine. Especially with a skin-tight cat suit on, too. Like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> and that much hair on your head so you're just kind of weighted all unbalanced and everything <laughs> you've got to plan everything around what you're deciding to wear if you're going to do a cosplay because like there's people who will wear the skin tight suits that won't realize they're going to die if they don't like wear it out <laughs> i got to go outside yeah, guys temperature control. But there's also the people who wear like the big furry outfits or like I'm pretty sure Dana's this year is some big yellow head face thing I don't really know yeah, yeah, uh, Kuro-sensei from uh, Assassination Classroom. Yeah. She's going to need to make sure she gives herself time and breaks to take that thing off, or else she's going to be passing out. She knows better. <laughs> she's like cosplay queen. But you definitely got to time things out and think about what you're doing. You can't just, out on a whim, be like, oh, I'm going to go dress in this and going to run around all day in this huge outfit that won't let me breathe. You're going to be passed out on the convention floor real fast. Certain things, too, like don't be upset if someone doesn't get who you are all the time. Yeah, yeah. one of the rules of our, our panel that actually applies to, to life, don't get offended. Don't be offended. I mean, I understand that we're here to enjoy fun and whatnot, but like, if you're there for an ego to have people recognize all the kind of stuff, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. I mean, because like, I had a friend of mine go with me, and I was dressed as Static, and she was dressed as Storm, and she was starting to get upset that more people were wanting to take pictures of me and everything and because you know i'm their 90s let's face it <laughs> and she started getting upset and started kind of being bratty toward me and everybody else because 
they were taking they were focused on me like you dress there for fun not to show off all the time so have fun with what you're doing and don't be more concerned with everybody else yeah the first year i went to anime boston i dressed as a character that nobody would have ever known yeah uh, in a million years and and then after that i dressed as nauta from fully coolie i think within three years of being nauta from fully coolie i got one picture taken of me um <laughs> yeah if you dress as somebody that no one really recognizes that you're still a huge fan of that makes that one person that recognizes you Older, sweeter, right? Yeah, exactly. It's because it's assume everyone's gonna know who you are. Everyone's gonna want your picture. I went with a Subasa group the very first time I cosplayed, and we had all four of the main characters. We had Sharon, Sakura, Kurgane, and Pai. And we're like, the two of us who were Sharon and Sakura were like, oh, people are gonna be like, they're gonna want group pictures all the time. The only pictures anyone wanted were Kurgane and Pai. <laughs> The entire time, wow. but and it had it had to be the couple. It had, like the the gay couple. It had to be them. Everyone wanted them. <laughs> we're both me and Ryan were like, "Are you kidding me right now?" We just we gave yeah, up got on a wonderful moment. The end. Yeah, I got a wonderful moment last mega kind of went to because I dressed as Static, like first season Static too. And for some reason, there's this girl who always dresses as Richie that I never even knew about. And just walking around, like I ran into her. She ran into me, like, "Holy crap!" And we just took pictures and had way much more fun just because we were just dressing who we like to be. Nice. So, uh, survival. <laughs> so, bathe, don't be a dick. <laughs> Day, no, bathe, bring Do food. Do not skip on don't meals. Don't be a dick. Do not skip on meals. Yeah, that's... Hey, um, yeah. Manage your money. Like, you can maybe and... skip one. Like, if you do, like, breakfast and dinner, fine. But yeah. you, you can't skip all your meals and leave it for the end of the night. It's well, we did... I thought I thought we did a really good job last year at Anime Boston where the fact that we, we just were like, hey, I'm hungry, and then we just went to go eat something. Yeah, yeah we, um, we ate uh, Kidoba tacos yeah, every day. Every single day for three days straight. Uh, for three three meals a day, three days straight, Kidoba uh, tacos. Well, it was chicken. We we never got no. the beef or steak. Okay. Yeah. Only chicken. Only chicken tacos. Yeah. Because chicken is always a safe bet for not having your stomach be upset. Yeah, because there's no spices. There's no nothing like. There's that. There's no grease. Like, yeah. It's just it's just better. You just get you just get the uh, lettuce, soft tacos, chicken, and sour cream, which will douse some of the spice if there's any. Mm. Um, and that will and that right there is is like a, a perfect combination of energy um and and yeah so that'll that's good for food any other food suggestions though like what food is good for a convention that won't one won't slow you down two won't make you sick oh i i got bars and trail mix for me i um for for those of you who can eat it a lobster dinner <laughs> yeah <laughs> we bring into the convention for those of you who can eat it peanut butter because it coats you really well uh, I, I every day I had a bagel with peanut butter because peanut it was butter heavy. Peanut butter might run the <laughs> risk of an upset stomach, though. Not necessarily. Not if you just have one bagel with peanut butter. Hmm. I mean, that is that's really make it gassy. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you don't want walking farts again. You just don't crop, be, crop, crop dusting. Just crop dusting everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but you but that's it's it's fine because it's a convention, so you could be like, I think it was that guy. Yeah. There's like a there's like a hundred people in your general vicinity that you could blame that that on. If like if you smelt it, you dealt it. Any one of you, yeah. you know. <laughs> so there you go. If, you, if eat something that will sit with you, that's heavy and crop dust. <laughs> well, in general, when it comes to food and like, just learn how to manage your time and money. 
Because yeah. I've seen some people at cons that will splurge all their money the nope. first day and will have nothing, like, end up begging people for food or whatnot. Like, dude, you had you came here with, like, 500 bucks. Yeah, uh, this year, because I have a new job that pays fairly decent, I actually have quite a con budget. Well, here's the reason why, though. There's a reason why that is. It's because... This is our vacation of the year. Yeah. We don't do anything. We don't plan for anything else. We plan our whole year around just one convention for us. It's Anime Boston. So we save all the money we get all year round for that con budget. And therefore we have some some little bit of leeway because of that. And, and so, But you're still planning and managing your money around that instead of, you exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. Just plopping down. I got this much money. I'm going to, for the entire weekend, I'm going to spend this much. Cool. Damn, I forgot about food. <laughs> yeah. Now you just put the food on a credit card, man. <laughs> and, like the impulse, like we should talk about like the vendors gap areas and whatnot too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Vendors room is my favorite part of a convention. Yeah, because okay, so here's here's one to start that off. This applies to, to again many different things, but to the dealers room specifically, when you see something, stop and think about it for yep. a second. If you if if you see something, you have to carry it around. For one thing, you have to bring it home and put it somewhere for another thing. Mm-hmm. And and then third of all, how expensive is it? I don't care if you have the money for it. You yeah. have to think of this budgeting thing that we keep so, doing. Is it worth the time so, so and here's, the energy you're putting into it? So here's the thing. Um, for me, I love, love, love collecting figurines. But sometimes I'm just happy enough to just have seen the figurine. Not, Almost like a museum. Yeah, like not physically hold it or touch it, but if I see it, that's sometimes satisfying enough for me. You know? Sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it isn't. <laughs> Here's the part where having very weird or obscure fandoms comes in handy for me, because a lot of stuff that I like, there's like only one or two official figurines anyway, so yeah. I can if I don't already have them, I can just get them there. Right, because see, there are those things that, that you see, and it's like, I cannot believe they have this. Yeah, see, in accordance to the Monster Hunter video, that or the Monster Hunting segment that we did for a video last year, I'm not too lucky on that part, because there's Monster... Surprisingly, I, I'm a recent Monster Hunter fan as of like the video... In, in the video last year, uh, and I found that, wow, you can find Monster Hunter stuff everywhere. So, uh, I'm really happy about that, for one thing, but uh, but there's a lot of it, so you have to kind of think about what you want to buy from it, you know? See, my yeah. shopping so, addiction's always been the wall scrolls. Yeah, see, I, I, yeah, I know, you love the wall scrolls, Victoria, so... Wall scrolls are awesome, though. Wall scrolls are awesome, Unless and I have... have like hanging up and 20 under your bed because you don't have See, space for them? I, I have the same, I have the same uh, issue where I have, uh, but I would switch them out all the time. Like, I would regularly uh, switch them out like I was decorating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's some things like, shop around, because let's face it, no shop has just one thing. You're very, very unless it's like some rare thing that you know the price of or whatnot, there's probably someone that's going to have the exact same thing you're looking at cheaper. So, um, but here's another thing too. Uh, this is what I do. I have a list that I bring with me that have a list of animes on them that I want merchandise from. Oh, that's cool. So uh, so if I find something <laughs> on the list from that anime on my list, uh, I that's kind of my focus point of this is what I'm focusing on to buy from this anime convention. That kind of goes away when I get to the doujin table, but whatever. <laughs> um, uh, but hey, doujins are light. You can carry them around. They're concealable, and you can put them so, put them places because they're thin. So, so that's not an issue. <laughs> Talk to the vendors. Oh my like, gosh, uh, you, you would be surprised what just a just a little small conversation will get you, or will 
get you a di- you can get you a discount. Another he's been holding on to. Yeah. Just yeah. contact information in case he gets something like that. It's true. Because um, another thing is that Glitch, you brought up a really good point, is I found out from just reading forums of uh, convention, uh, if you ask a vendor about a specific item, they might not have it on the shelf, but they might take it out from underneath the table and be like, do you, need, do you mean this? You know? Something that... Uh, that isn't on display or do, that they don't know that they have. Like, if I were to walk up and say, hey, uh, I, I, I saw this Monster Hunter figurine last year. Do you happen to have it this year? They could just pull it out of nowhere because they, they do have it, just not on display. It's, it's very important. There was a plush I had hunted for last year. I can't remember what it was. Like, the end of the convention, I saw it, and I was trying to find it, and I went around asking everyone. Mm-hmm. And whoever had it had sold the last one. I can't remember for the life of me what it was. That's a shame, though. The same thing happened well, to me. That's also something else, too. Like, if there's also, everyone has that one impulse, but it's like, oh, I need to get this now. Like, after you really think about it, certain things that'll, like, if you want a Death Note notebook, there's a dime a dozen. That would be every fucking rare. Exactly. Yeah. But certain rare things, like, like you said, the plushie or one thing, you can go ahead and get that. Yeah, see, um, sometimes for me, uh, if it's an item that I can just go ahead and buy on Amazon, sometimes I'll leave it. But if I have the convenience of seeing it right in front of me, uh, that kind of is my incentive to be like, oh, I should buy this now because I can see it. Like, even though I can buy it right online at any time I want, sometimes I go ahead and buy it. But you're correct in saying that if you keep an eye out for the rare items that are not sold anywhere else, that's what you really need to look for. And appraise your stuff, basically. Like, inspect it before you buy it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and by the way, on top of that, shopping on Sundays is the best because you can actually yeah. ha- you can haggle. Yes, you, you can haggle. Yeah, I was going to mention that because people just want to get rid of crap. The less yeah. stuff they have to worry about taking home, the better. Exactly. That that you actually said exactly what I was going to say. Where they do not want to bring any of it back with them, so so they are willing to downstock. Right. So I, that's what you do. You talk to the like you talk to the vendors Friday. Talk to them Saturday. You know, get buddy buddy with them. Yep. You might actually be able to get genuine friends with them. You never know. And they'll let you know. It's actually really easy to become friends with, with vendors. Especially at smaller conventions, too. Because yeah, I remember... Most people just kind of buy, walk past. That's it. Yeah. Like a convention like Anime Festival Orlando, their their, conven- their dealer's room is a lot smaller than most places. And, uh, and you can walk by the same people a ton of times. And you can just keep walking by them, keep walking by them, say hi each time, and, and talk about it. Yeah, there was one guy that we got... And yeah, we we became good buddies with him. Yeah, and uh, we you know we got his business card and stuff like that for merchandise, and uh, and you know it, it turned out really well because he remembered who we are each time, and then it turned out to the point where we walked by him, and he was just like, "Hey, what have you guys done so far?" You know, it's, yep. It's it's actually a really good it's it's really good to do that. One of the things at the cons too is that see, I have an addiction to buy the Wall Scrolls and buying really nerdy T-shirts, especially the ones from T Turtle, which become yeah. my obsession. I have. Probably about ten of them. Um, that's another thing. If you become friendly with the vendors, like they said, like I've done it as proof. They gave me huge discounts on the multiple shirts that I was getting, and like I was listening to other people around me buying the same amount of shirts for not getting them because they were just like yes. If you talk yeah. to them, yeah, yeah, like I said, just treat them like people, yes. and you're good. And if you, if, especially if you're like, oh my god, these are amazing. Who does the artwork for them? Like you talk to them, get to know them, and be really friendly. And like again, like the rule, don't be a dick. It's gonna work out really well for you. I mean, like, um, I like artists too. Yeah. Um, so this this might sound like a broken record, but uh, and and also really quirky and funny. 
But uh, I think we've mentioned this a couple times on the show. But some of the most fun people to talk to are the people who sell smut, essentially. Like, if you, if people who sell doujins, people who sell visual novels, people who sell hentai, they're really fun to talk to because they're so shameless. You know? Like, they know what they're selling, so they'll talk about anything with you. Uh, the, the guys over at Hendene, which are a... They, they're con hoppers. They go to conventions and they sell doujins. They are some of the funniest guys... I have ever talked to and they are literally an encyclopedia of smut like they know every art <laughs> they know every artist they know what that artist likes to I draw to find them yeah <laughs> Hendonay goes to Megacon dude they probably yeah. won't, they probably won't be there this year because it's they're so close together because uh, they're coming mm-hmm. to anime they're going to be at anime Boston though and you can guarantee I will be there but when you mention yeah there are con, some vendors are con hoppers too so getting to know them if you go to like a lot of different cons Getting to know them in general, they'll even let you know if they're going to a certain kind who's yep. going to be there because they might have even inside information or like just nice to see a friend that they know already. Like, don't be afraid to ask a question. The worst thing that people say is no. Um, I'd say just watch out for your friends. Yes. If you are with somebody and they look like they're like having a good time or need some water or whatnot, just make sure that you're aware of what they need. I think there's a there's a little side subject that you wanted to talk about. Remember we were discussing this yesterday? Oh gosh, please jog my memory. It was bring people, go with people that are going to lift your spirits. Oh yes. Do not go in a crowd or go with that one person who's just going to bring your con down. Everybody, everybody Every has group had has one. Yeah. yeah so everybody knows one. Christine has had some pretty rough experiences. I usually end up staying with the people who need someone to stay with them. Cause Babysitter. Because they, they usually kind of run everyone else away, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't mean to say, like, that's, that's really mean to say. But I'm just thinking, <laughs> have I ever been happy with Oh, no, I, I understand exactly what you mean. Yeah, now Victoria's people... like, it, was, was it ever just me and Christine? Or, oh, no. <laughs> no, Victoria, it was never you. I think I was trying to escape people to get to you. Oh, okay, that makes me feel... Oh. <laughs> Don't, yeah, don't, do not mention, do not mention the name. That was so good. Oh my gosh. Please let me know if you disagree. I need to message you now. (laughs) Uh, But, Uh, but but, yeah, um, make sure that you kind of go with the game plan. Yes. Um, Make sure that if you know you're going to be with a backup plan, I know that there have been times when, uh, friends have wanted to go meet other, you know, voice actors or meet other people, yes. and I have no idea who they are uh, because I am the noob, and I have needed to make sure that I either have other people that I can hang out with, uh, find panels that I don't mind going to by myself, yep, or just kind of wander around, um, you know, by myself. But make sure that you go with people who are willing to do that with you and also be prepared. It's okay if you want to separate from your friends. It is a long weekend. It's a three-day convention. I don't take offense if people are saying, hey, I'm sick of you (laughs) and want to go, you know, wander by themselves. I even found that I went to the bathroom just as an excuse to have some alone time. I have a problem too. I will I will mention though, it is always good to have that buddy for a buddy system. So you're oh, never, absolutely. Yeah, uh, you always need somebody with a cell phone for one thing, so you can contact everybody else when, once you want to meet up together. But uh, but a buddy system is always helpful. You always want that one person who's going to stick with you, um, uh, even if you want that alone time. Sometimes it's good to be alone with somebody else, if that makes any sense. Yeah, there's somebody that you find attractive. 
show some respect. Just go up there and introduce yourself. If they were in a costume that you know, that's a great opener for a conversation. You can just talk about that. Did they make their costume? Did they where they bought it? They bought it or like just talk to them as a person, not go, oh you're hot. Like no, <laughs> don't make lewd jokes. Be respectful. That's kind of just like a, a life lesson in general. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a dick. <laughs> that is like the main theme of the Con Survival Guide is don't be a dick. Like most things, if you don't like people doing that to you, don't do it to other people. Yeah, as, as the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy says, don't panic on the front of it. Yeah. The Con Survival Guide says, don't be a dick on the front of it. <laughs> Uh, lastly, I think that we should cover this this topic uh, before we end our Tapagachi, which is when you do schedule things. Because we talked about, you know, having the cell phone friend, you know, to call people to meet up and stuff like that. Well, okay, you, you plan stuff and it never happens. Let's, let's be honest. It never happens. Very rarely does it happen. Yeah. Hey, we're in the dealer's room. Do you want to meet up? Nope. Um, well, you say yes, but then you then you just never show up. Yeah, and then, or then and then when you get there, we're in the artist alley now. What is? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, when you schedule stuff, it usually never happens. The best way to do it is to schedule the one thing that you want to do, and if you have time, us speaking uh, us personally, it, it's never worked for for us. But you. All try to get together and plan on one thing that you want to do and then plan for the time where there's nothing happening so you can all meet up again. Just yeah. to either check in, whatever, you know, just to make sure that everybody's still alive in the group. Do that. Though, um, granted, I, I do believe we're going to try to make more of an effort to have bigger group activities this year. Which we should yeah. because that's just a fun thing to do. You're there with your friends. You should hang out with your friends. Yeah, you want to do different stuff. But it's also good to be able to hang out with the people that you plan on being with all weekend, too. Yep. You know, that's a part of, you know, the con experience is being... I don't know, ditching them the entire time to go do interviews the whole time. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, we're working. We're working this weekend, okay? Okay. Well, you all know my opinion. I will stay silent on that matter. <laughs> hang out with your friends. Especially the friends that you drag to different things and make them watch gory things even though they don't want to. You want to. I do I not want bad to. Guys here. I spent that what? entire convention in my shirt, thank you very much. That's what makes it so fun. But it was we a actually... T-Turtle shirt, so you're happy. That's true. Actually... <laughs> <laughs> like, I got one last thing to say. Like, You know, most people go to a hotel. If you, first off, you know, plan to be in a hotel that's walking distance from the con if you have to. But for people yes. who have to drive to a con, because like I'm in Orlando, there's cons every fucking way around me now, so I can just drive to a place. If you carpool, there are some rules about this too. One, keep in mind there's at least four, two, three, or four people in one car. Pack accordingly and be respectful of room when going there and coming back and getting all your crap. Mm-hmm. Second off, pay gas. <laughs> Throw in some gas money. Or crop dust. <laughs> they throw in some gas money if you got somebody driving. Rule number three: have the driver's number. Yes, <laughs> yes. Hey, where are you? Oh, because I'm, things, a, I'm like, on I four. <laughs> oh no. And four, when the, you don't have to stick close to the driver, but it just goes along with have the driver's number. When the driver says it's time to go, it's time to go. There's yeah. no. Of course, that's all has to be planned. Like sometimes it's an emergency, or whatnot, but. It's not, this is from a personal experience. Hold on, we got I want to do this, I want to do this, let me do like, because I, I was in the car with like three other people, like I was the driver, 
And this is this one dude whom I do not think. I don't even remember his name. That's how much I hate him. <laughs> He's broken so many con rules. Like, he tried to, like, me and three other people were ready to go. We were like, we met up. Like, we had a scheduled time. We are going to meet up. Let's go. Hey, where's such and such? We all call it. He's doing this, he's doing that, he's doing it's like, hold on, wait for me, like, I ain't waiting, I'm gone. And we left him. <laughs> Granted, this is also, ooh, hotel etiquette. This is also, <laughs> this, this is a guy that we, he kind of tagged along and kind of invited himself anyway, but it's like, hey, he's never been to this con, it's cool, whatever, we, could, we don't mind not spending the extra 50 bucks to have him stay. However... I would have gladly paid two hundred bucks to have him not be there. <laughs> this kind of yeah, that kind of ties into the don't don't hang out with the person who brings you down. He brought oh he didn't bring me down because I left his ass. He brought <laughs> the car was almost packed with his crap already going to the con. He had an loud alarm like the old school alarm clock in the hotel room. <laughs> he tried to take forever to set up like when you're dressing in costume and cosplaying, plan accordingly. Wake up early, get your shit done. If it's makeup, if it's heavy duty, do all of that first. Took forever to do that. We went to the con. We all ditched him because we were just being pretty much a dick. We had our mm-hmm. fun. Y'all let everybody know, okay, it's time to go. It's like late, late, late. And we're like starving. Andrew and Jonathan know, you don't mess with Glitch when he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Ch- Cheddar Jacks before recording. Gotcha. <laughs> we stopped D&D. <laughs> to eat <laughs> and almost flipped the table but <laughs> I but have like, to agree with you though I don't mean to cut you off but I've, I'm usually the driver whenever we go places and typically cons are sometimes an hour and a half away and when the driver's ready to go you leave um, because sometimes it becomes down, comes down to safety of is the driver awake enough to drive home exactly and or, let's face it, if we know the traffic around there, we know it's going to be packed if we don't leave now. <laughs> right, exactly. Or, like, somebody has to work the next day, and you just have to be respectful of that. And, like, even though you may be the one that doesn't necessarily, isn't there, as like, is, isn't looking forward to the con as much, like, you still have to respect who's your ride. Mm-hmm. But also, sometimes for the driver, be respectful of everybody else riding with you, too. you got to understand as well that they're having fun. You don't want to just be the dick and say, Oh, one bad thing happened to me. I'm ready to go now. Unfortunately, uh, there are little things that can ruin a con. That's why you need good friends, good times, you know? Can I throw in some hotel etiquette? Yes. Do not, absolutely do not be loud and obnoxious in the hotel room. Yes, do not do that. you are not the only people staying in that hotel. And not everyone there is definitely going to be going to the same convention. So... They're trying to enjoy their vacation. They don't want to hear you screaming, raving, going nuts next door. Hey, remember that? Yeah, remember that one year that we had our hotel room and we invited some people back uh, to it and they ended up bringing like three other people who we had no idea who they were. They never understood who they were and they also hurt our person who had a cast at the time. Yes. Oh yes, they, I remember yeah, that. No, actually, I don't think we've spoken to most of those people too. Yeah, that's just a. That I was just about the worst. And I just remember that that year, especially. I just remember a week after breaking my foot, I wanted to elevate my foot on the bed, and 
person who was sitting in the chair that I had, I think I just left to use the bathroom, was questioning me as to why I needed to get up. And I'm like, I was basically wanted to flip out and say, who the heck are you? Because yeah, you, if you're in somebody else's hotel room, show some damn respect. Yeah. Actually, yeah. in general, show respect to the other people around you. Because, like, if you're going to be... Don't be a dick. Yeah, yes, don't be a... <laughs> that is, like, the theme of this. Don't be a dick. This is very, very important. If you are sharing a hotel room with other people and your significant other, do not make it awkward. Because hey, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. You probably yes. do, because I have a lovely... Shit. No, 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 no. So... Especially if there's a group of girls and a group of guys, and the guys are gonna be polite and let you share, use the girls use the bed because that's just the polite thing to do. That's great. It's chivalrous. Don't make it awkward. I By had staring a friend. At them in the night. No, no. I had a friend who decided that they were gonna say good night to each other, and I'm in a bed next to my friend, and her boyfriend gets on top of her and starts making out with her right next to me in the bed. Wow. <laughs> I was horrified like it didn't stop to it went on for like a couple of minutes and i was like you know what i'm gonna take the little bed with my boyfriend you can take the bed with yours you do anything i will kill you but i was i was i needed to get out of that bed because i felt so uncomfortable that's one See, that's of the things just I am out, so awkward proud of. it's com- well no it's okay glitch you don't know me so well <laughs> Me and my boyfriend are very good about not making our friends feel like a fifth wheel or fourth wheel, third wheel, whatever. Like, we are Eight not going to make our friends feel like, oh, they're a couple, they're one person. But uh, I was going to say something else, too. Oh, uh, to your annoying alarm situation. Again, if you have an alarm, it's cool. You're going to wake up. Warn the people around you uh, and don't have one that everyone's going to hate. One morning, I will never forget that I got Rickrolled to wake up. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's so awesome. A guy I used to be friends with did that, and I was like, "Are you shit?" Right now? I I love how a lot of these con stories start start and end with a guy I used to be friends with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was even friends with this guy though. That's just like whatever. Yes, yeah, so I'm pretty sure we've all been to conventions together, and we're still friends. So I think that means we're doing pretty good. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but we've all lost it. We've all lost a quote-unquote friend every now and then because of stuff like that. Yeah. Well, the, if you spend too much time in close proximity, it also attains to when you need to, you know, it's okay to break apart from your group. You know, you, you need that time apart because eventually you're going to want to kill that person. That's a good place to get rid of the body. <laughs> you won't smell it. Whoa. <laughs> you won't smell it. Just bring, bring, bring all your deodorant. Just rub the body in deodorant. <laughs> So then they'll find it then. <laughs> hey, they what didn't, they didn't Wonder- question a completely red hotel room, so... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what is that wonderful smell? It's a dead body! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think it is time for some sentimental anime. Yeah, let's find out what we learned on today's episode of Wicked Anime. Alright, so... <laughs> what I've learned on today's episode of Wicked Anime is that you can become healthy just by wearing a pooping robot on your shoulders. <laughs> Today on Wicked Anime, I learned that hiding a dead body in conventions is is not done by good-smelling things. I, I could have said that better, but, you know, oh well. One take. I learned that you can sum up a lot of things by saying just don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah, that is that is rule number one. Don't be a dick. 
I learned today that at cons, it's okay to separate from your friends and not feel bad about it. Aw. Huh. Glitch. And I learned that body pillow industry is going to take a weird left turn and go even deeper in that dark rabbit hole. <laughs> or own a hole. Ah. <laughs> and, and that's sentimental anime. <laughs> All right. Hey, I think this is the first episode where everybody has learned something. <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately learned something. <laughs> oh boy. So uh, I guess that leads into our fan service, um, which we actually discussed a lot of the fan service uh, in our regular show with, with the toy shelf and the Sword Art Online glasses. Uh, which leads us to just our uh, email. We got an email from our fan, Scott. And uh, what Scott says, anime about a previous relationship. This oh, is yeah, a, this that's from right. a couple episodes ago. Yeah, from our, uh, from our um, uh, Valentine's Day episode. That's correct. So uh, he says animes that he counts as couples animes. One is Emu Emu, uh, or just MM here in the States. Um, it is pronounced Emu Emu, though. Uh, he actually gave us a pretty good list of some that are like the etchy... Uh, harem animes, but he watched it with a couple, you know, so that's pretty cool. Um, Emu Emu, which is one which is about a guy who is a masochist. Like, he actually gets pleasure from being displeasured, uh, and that makes him sad, which makes him pleasured. Like, so... Whoa. Yeah, and, and I guess it's hilarious. Um, that was one of the ones I wanted to check out. It's actually been on my list to watch, because um, it's supposed to be pretty funny. That's how you and test your girlfriend's kink level. <laughs> and now, uh, and now Scott has said yes, it is funny. It's his favorite out of the list he sent us. Another one he sent us was Kim, uh, Demon King Diamo. Oh man, I don't know about that one. I, I've started Demon King Diamo. Um, it's eh. um, <laughs> another one he said was Baka and Test, which every, a lot of people have seen Baka and Test. I've never seen it, but I know what it is. Um, and then the last one he sent was Magical Girl Lyrical uh, Nanaho. Hey, isn't that one of the ones that? Uh... Isn't that an idol one? I'm not sure. I really don't I know what that, that one, one is. Kind of. Yeah. I recognize the name at least. Yeah, it's I I, I know that name too. I, I want to say that I know what it is, but I I yeah. can't put my finger on it. Yeah, he says that the the um, it was a little fan servicey for his taste. Like the list was a little fan servicey for his taste, but because he was watching with somebody else, it kind of helped it out actually. Interesting. Yeah. So watching Etchy with somebody else could be a good thing, possibly. And then he also presents to us a new Tapagachi idea. Okay. Something that we can add to our list for a future thing after the uh, con month, perhaps. I got the document open right now. And he says he wants to hear us talk about psychologically disturbing moments in anime and manga. Moments? Interesting. Shuffle. So, <laughs> so things that have messed us up Shuffle. watching anime. And uh, yes, like us as people or like as individuals or just in general? Yes. No, as individuals. Like, I have... Huge. I was already messed up, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah see, so I have, I do have some stories where um, that I already know what I'm going to talk about. Like, there have been some animes that I've watched, and then I've been depressed for an entire day after. So, like, stuff like that, that's just messed me up real bad. Uh, I, I really get into stories sometimes. Does being so. angry for, like, an hour and a half count? Yes. Okay. So, psychologically disturbing. Hey, he did say, he says, one of the things which uh, brought this on thinking that was he was watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, uh-huh. and he remembered, and he remembered about Nina from no, the original anime. Nina! <laughs> uh, so, um, he says, a lot of the things that he's watched, uh, <laughs> I have watched that was the most disturbing since uh, most of what I watch is a uh, constant amount of disturbing, like Elf and Lead. So, 
Yeah. Got it. We will do that. I, I actually... I think we've already jumped on to this yeah. discussion, you know? <laughs> so I really like that topic, Scott. Uh, we're going to add it onto the list. Uh, I would expect to hear that after Con Month, because that's a really good idea, man. I think that was, this was a good test run right here in this little moment, and it, uh, it works. Right, Victoria? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yep, right. it worked. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about that. You don't have to talk. You don't have to talk about anything. You, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you talk when you're ready. We're here. We're here for you. They get so much worse. <laughs> All right. They keep bringing um, up the entire so actually, so because we've uh, covered all the other fan service stuff in the rest of the show, that's it. Um, so on to some shameless plugs. If you guys want to discuss the con month with us, if you guys want to tell us all about what you think you're... I want to hear people's uh, hotel horror stories. Right? Well, there's yeah, we hotel horror stories. friend that you lost. Come on, we yes. all have... See, I was going to say that. I was going to say just that. Like, tell us all about that friend that you hate now because of a convention. Uh, everybody has one. Uh, so email... <laughs> email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com that's wickedanimereviews all one word at gmail.com you can also find us at facebook.com backslash wickedanime where we post all hilarious different news stories that we find funny tidbits updates about our, our video show on youtube uh, speaking of youtube that is youtube.com backslash wickedanimereviews uh, which is everything you need to know about Wicked Anime, our main hub show. Subscribe, yo. Subscribe. We're, yeah, subscribe Woo! to us on YouTube. We love it. We love YouTube. Woohoo! Uh, next, you can find us at SoundCloud.com if you're not listening to this podcast at NerdyShow.com backslash Wicked Anime. Or iTunes. Or iTunes, where you can rate and subscribe. Uh, SoundCloud.com backslash Wicked Anime. Uh, finally, we have Tumblr.com and Twitter. Uh, and you can tweet at us at Yo Wicked Anime, where I love Twitter. I just love it. It's so much fun. Yeah. So many weird things getting tweeted at us. 140 characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Tweet, tweet. So, wow. guys. Is that a cookie? <laughs> no, no. No. So, that is it for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Uh, we will see you all in the next episode where we are going to continue Con Month right before we go to Anime Boston. When this that episode release, we will be at Anime Boston. We'll be excited and cannot wait to give you the full con report after that. But for now, it's time to sign off the only way we know how. Okay, bye! bye. It's a good thing that we finished the episode at least after. <laughs> but hopefully, uh, hopefully she I'll got the rest of the story. <laughs> oh Dang it! God. I wanted to interject too and just be like, "Why didn't you like turn around and stare at them and be like, mm. <laughs> Exactly. Like you know, a lot could be a lot could be stopped with yeah. <laughs> That's when you just like ABC crowd. Woo! <laughs>
Oh, man. How do we get her back in here? Uh, see if you can call her again. Yeah, let me... Uh, Add the plus sign. This. Oh, no. She just said... She messaged me. She said her laptop just died. Oh, no. No, oh, really? Messy does save automatically, right? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. She said it just shut down. She says she doesn't know if it's saved. I'm gonna eat some oh. real quick. to feel better right now. <laughs> Cause I still have. I, surprisingly, she said she could honestly good. cry right now. I'm eating Girl Scout cookies to help myself. Okay. Got. Got finish my cookie. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show to find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships you can subscribe to the wicked anime podcast via itunes and soundcloud leave a comment like and share and follow nerdy show and wicked anime on all your favorite social networks for more podcasts articles community forums and other awesomeness visit nerdyshow.com if it's geeky we've got it covered Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.